Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and I am... Uh, I am an officer of clothes, choosing looks, obviously, that have extreme style, because tomorrow is the first day of school, and you got to make an impression, so I'm, like, picking out my first day of school shorts, and I was going to match <laughs> it to a shirt, but our school colors are purple, so I was supposed to wear, like, a purple shirt, if you're comfortable with that. They're all very big on what you're comfortable with nowadays, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the past, it would have been, wear your purple shirt. And now it's, wear your purple shirt if you're okay with that. <laughs> we want you to feel included and accepted and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I have got a purple shirt, so I will be wearing my purple shirt and a good old pair of shorts. And maybe I'll sleep tonight. I mean, who knows? It's the oh, first crazy. It's exciting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll see. Sleep, sleep will be for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Anyway, that's me. First day of school. The lunch is packed. The water bottles are filled. Briefcase <laughs> <laughs> nice. is full. It's all by the door. Everything should just go tickety 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 tomorrow until I get to school, and then things will fall apart. But at least and up until you. that point. You're gonna lay your shirt and uh, and and shorts out so that you can just absolutely zoom zoom just into them uh, and into get them. up. That's right. Yep. As yep. you yep. wake yep. up and go, like the opening of of the Dick Van Dyke show or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or you wake up exactly and you go, it. why did the dogs pick those two places to sleep? Oh, uh, right. uh, that's and on the true. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. Yep. 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 Very nice. Very true. That's me, man. Well, the preparations for uh, back to school have been afoot here. And uh, one of the things we did before we uh, got all of the stuff ready was uh, was we had a little bit of uh, family game time. And one of the games that was chosen was Mousetrap. And so I, in mm -hmm. fact, am the chief dice roller of Mousetrap. <laughs> Okay. Murray opens up some excellent talk about <laughs> Rebels with Alan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And uh, so, you know, because this was, as you were saying, are you going to be able to be on today? And it's like, yeah, pretty pretty sure as soon as we finish that. And I, I immediately had this mousetrap thing. And it's like, oh, I'm so definitely on. You all need to go to bed. <laughs> Game's over. Mouse caught. Let's go. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> Excellent. And you, sir. Well, I am Al, and let's see. Parker, do you want to go to school, buddy? Everybody? Nope. Okay, never mind. No school prep here. <laughs> Dog doesn't want to All go set. All set. So instead, this week, I am an agent of horror, heading oh. to Orlando for refreshments and really outrageous reenactments. It's Halloween nice. nights at uh, Universal Orlando, and we are going this weekend. Right. We have tickets. Uh, that sounds fantastic. We have looked up the haunted houses to see which ones look cool, and the scare zones, and the food. Oh my God, the food! Yes. I'm so excited about the food. No, of course they own all the Universal monsters. That's why they have that name. Yes. So they, there is a house with the Universal monsters. It's gonna be Dracula, Frankenstein. No, sorry, Dracula, Mummy, and the Wolfman. 
That's awesome. They get a house. Oh. But the food here, I have to I have to save two pictures. I just threw someone in the chat. <laughs> That's an oh ice my. cream sandwich. It's a sugar cookie made to look like a candy corn with sweet corn ice ice cream in between the two cookies. Oh, now why they got to do that to the sugar cookie? See, make it look it's like the a best candy corn. Yeah, but there, it's the best kind of candy corn because it's a candy it's corn that isn't. <laughs> yes. And this is the other thing I'm really looking forward to having. Oh my. That is the Black Magic Milkshake from the Tucson Chocolate Emporium. Let's see. Pumpkin Dolce de Leche ice cream with a hazelnut and tombstone sprinkled rim tossed with a cauldron filled with gummy severed body parts over whipped flames. Though, yeah, the flames look really neat. <laughs> I am so... That is cool. Uh, I like looked up brief stuff about the houses, and I've been like, watching like YouTube videos with people like, I've eaten, we've eaten everything there from Halloween Horror. It's like, let me see it all. Let me see the food. Oh, that looks amazing. Uh, nice. That's amazing. fantastic. <laughs> so I'll be back next Love week. Going, oh, God, my stomach. <laughs> so... Much sugar. <laughs> so much food. Awesome. Looks amazing. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. You know, someday I have got to watch those like universal horror films. I would love to. I've never found them. I've never watched them. I think maybe I've watched. I've got a few of them. A Frankenstein one, maybe. I have. Yeah, so that would be so. the Karloff uh, Frankenstein. Like, that's the, the, the one that James Whale uh, directed. And mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, that that's with Karloff as the monster. Yep. And, um, and of course, there's the Bela Lugosi um, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, um, that I've never and, seen. Uh, um, I, I have the DVD that Walmart put out that has, like, every Dracula movie. So Dracula, Dracula's daughter, son of Dracula, House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, even has the Abbott and Costello. I was just gonna say, and it ends off with the Abbott and Costello one. Yeah, exactly. And then of course and, there's um, a creature. Who's a bit oh, later, that's right. Yeah, but it's still considered part of it. Yeah, no, totally. And Clint Eastwood was in that first one. The creature. The creature from the black. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. I did not know this. Clint Eastwood is like the uh, the lab tech because I, I remember this in the 80s when they had like the um, resurgence of the 3D uh, trend and, you know, they re-released uh, Vincent Price's House of Wax and all that. Mm-hmm. They did a bunch on TV. So you would get like, you, you know, like here you would, you know, go to the like max milk and get your uh your your 3d glasses with purchase of whatever and um and i remember my friends and i um you know gathering at one person's house to watch it and all with our red and red and blue glasses on and uh and they were doing a thing that was kind of like pop-up video so like uh, where they would, you know, they would basically put a little a bit of information up on the screen as as things happened. And they pointed out that Clint Eastwood played the uh, the lab, the lab technician. Oh, and it was like, know. oh, that's neat. <laughs> I wish I realized that last year when I saw it, they had it at the drive in. Oh, that's neat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there's a there's a bunch of them. I, I've I've got a few of them. Like w- when they were doing um, 
sort of like steel boxes a few years back. And mm. so I think I've got Frankenstein, Dracula, definitely the mummy. Yeah, yeah I have I'm that. trying to remember if I maybe I I I might or might not have uh Wolfman. I can't yeah. remember now. Yeah, they did. We uh, bought oh, I had a bunch of them. Sorry. Go on. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I bought on Voodoo like a while several months ago. They had like a special bundle with like eight movies. So I have like Frankenstein and Bride, Wolfman, Mummy, That's Dracula, so cool. Invisible Man, the Claude Rains one. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, yeah. And and see, like this was uh, a few years ago because Ella was starting to show interest in watching some horror movies, and I figured it's like, oh, let's go with something that you know is tame by tamer by today's standards. And um, and she actually did. I, I wasn't sure how she'd do with the pace um, of of these older movies, but she actually quite liked them. So. Right. It, uh, uh, it, it it certainly did nothing to dampen her interest in horror. If you have any any if you have like a streaming device, Murray, mm-hmm. odds are a lot. Of, I mean, some of those movies I know, I know at least the Hammer movies. A lot of those are available on like a lot of free services, where like you just type the name in. Right on. Yeah, like I'll Hammer, bet I'll bet yeah. Tubi has a few of them. Yeah, they definitely have a few of the Hammer ones, and I know a lot of times with those. It's you see the name of the movie with like the year it was originally made, and then there's another version. It has the you know same movie name, but like 2021, and that's yes. like free. That's the free one. Ah, uh, uh-huh. gotcha. I will check it out. Yeah, I will check it out. Alrighty. Wow. There we go. I'm sure there's like a horror segue we could go with, but I got nothing. <laughs> Doc looks like he's uh, having a hor- horrific day. Absolutely. I, I mean, bugs are, are kind of a horror thing. Yeah. That actually is one of the houses. See, they got houses of bugs. bugs. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so Al will be bugging as well. Yes. <laughs> hey, speaking of bugging. <laughs> bump. There we go. Bug in is the title of the uh, issue, or at least the title of the cover. I don't think it's the title of the issue. We have got Rebels number six, and Docs is bugging out on the cover. Dave Johnson goes to town. It looks like a seat. It looks like I took a panel from that. Was that from Legion sixty eight? Yes. That backup they did and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very pop art. Yeah, totally. But it's great, like very expressive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a it's a fantastic cover. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big bug eyed docs, looking crazy. After Alrighty. MD, sorry, after MD. That's all I was just looking at. Okay, so there was a, so it's it's based on something, but um, I'm not sure what. MD. Oh, that's not really any bells. No, MD twenty twenty. Um, is, is it based on like a chart at his eye doctor? I, I don't know. Twenty <laughs> twenty. Yeah, He's that seems weird. Into the future. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody wants to uh, wants to do something that's re- uh, reminiscent of 2020. No way, man. I mean, no, 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 sir. 
No. Oh, oh! Now, when I look it up, and I know this isn't the case, this isn't what it is referencing. But by coincidence, it references um, a brand of wines called uh, Mad Dog, and they have <laughs> Mad. Oh God, Mad Dog. So, it, if this was designed by him after Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, then uh, it all makes sense to me. Yeah, if you drink <laughs> a bottle of Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and then did the work, I could see how this would happen. Oh, yeah, I think, I think the mystery has been solved. I'm having flashbacks. I'm having college flashbacks. Mad Dog and Natty Ice. <laughs> it was cheap. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's great. I've honestly never heard of Mad Dog before. This one's oh. new to me. Yeah. It's cheap booze that has a lot of sugar in it. Gotcha. Well, I think that that solves the uh, the question. Totally. Cool, cool. <laughs> All righty. So we're looking at issue six. Who's taking us through it? I'll do this one. I haven't done one in a bit. Because I haven't been okay. here. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh. Yeah. All right. Rebels 95, The Lost. Rill Dox, founder of the Interplanetary Security Agency, L-E-G-I-O-N, has been ousted and branded a criminal by his power-mad son, Lyril. Now he and a small band of fugitive loyalists struggle to oppose their former comrade's bloody campaign of imperial expansion. Their first mission, to rescue the peaceful planet Antaeus from a Legion takeover, has ended in failure. A failure that has convinced Dox that his small group's struggle against the far-flung organization is futile. And this is brought to us by Tennessee Payer, our Pyre writer, Derek O'Quan, penciler, Mark Probst, inker, Stuart Heifetz, uh, computer colorist, Gaspar Saladino is the letterer, Peter Tomasi is the assistant editor, and Dan Raspler, with no qualifications, is the editor. <clears throat> All right, so we get into this, and I gotta say, just like pouring over the uh, the artwork initially on this, this is the most Kitson um, I think Oquan has uh, has ever. Yes. Been. Like it, it really has that sort of Kitson feel from the uh, sort of later issues um, of of his run, and um, you know this is where the where you really start to see this computer coloring thing start to really come together. Oh yeah. Um, anyway. Um, who's this guy again? Uh, just a cunt. Just yeah, All he's right. just a rando. Not All right. Uh, not the guy from the recruits. That's, yeah. So he he's get he's take a uh, uh, kund taking a crack to the face. He yes. says, uh, "Good good right, I'll give you that. But let's see how well them little fists serve you when they're hanging from a chain around my neck." As he leaps at the guy, who then um, uh, cold cocks him with a with a, a broken bottle, and he's my eyes. I'm blind. He blinded me. Wugs down. That devil got him bad. I say we take his eyes as payment. No, says a guy in Monel's costume. Um, <laughs> That's true. Like a lizard guy wearing Monel's costume. He says, yeah. "Take it easy, friend. Fight's over. You won." And then the guy whacks him in the face with, like, I don't know, uh, um, 
a ram's horn? I'm not sure. And he says, don't use that word. And the guy says, dirty Kaluan. I'll rip you limb from. And then the guy grabs his head and there's a big bock. And he's out. The guy says, who's next? And uh, the woman says, you are. You crazy little son of a. She pulls a blaster on him. And then, but he's faster on the draw. Zack. And she's out. And then there's a couple of guys, uh, looks like Hammerhead and Greedo and Purple Greedo sitting at the table. Totally. <laughs> Says, anyone else? And then a little Jawa looks over as um, as Doc says, and somebody get me a bloody drink. Oh, boy. And they're all out. Dark Says, all right, you docks. just sit there. What's that? Oh, Dark Knight of the Docks. He's having a rough. Right? Yes. <laughs> a rough oh, yeah. go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's dark, dark, dark city for sure. He says, all, <laughs> and he says, I'll fetch my own drink. Bartender. And he's, the bartender's like, uh, he, he, here, this watered down urine wouldn't intoxicate a priest. And he grabs him by the by the uh, the shirt and says, give me something I can feel. And uh, some shaggy dog dude says, know who that is? And the guy says, none of my business. Creeps a cop. I was in Dagon Ra's gang when he busted us up. Name's Vril Docks. Used to own Legion. Only they nailed him for something, and now he's on the run. And then uh, someone else is in the background. Excuse me, could one of you spot me a drink just until... And then the other guy says, Reddick, I said you're out of here if you keep mooching. I'm not mooching. These gentlemen and I are discussing politics. See, I was just about to show them this transform. I mean, you were talking about Legion. I picked up this printout back on rigor. Let me see that. He grabs it and uh, and it says um, get paid instantly. Legion offers top rates. rates. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. rates. Uh, top rates for information and uh, and special services. All transactions exempt from local laws. No records. No background checks. No questions asked. Post offers. Orion secure. Satellite relay. So the. Bastards have decided to put the down and out to good use. Typical. And um, and Reddick's like, hey, sorry, Reddick, no police propaganda here. Raxel's a free planet. But I paid for that printout. You can at least buy me a drink. Yeah, the shaggy dog dude says, beat it, you grokkin' sponge. It's like I was going to say, that dog sure don't act like he's on the dodge. You think he'd keep a lower profile? That shouldn't be necessary. This is Raxel after all. Gossips like you keep your mouth shut. A man can lose himself here forever. And we see uh, Doc sitting back at, the, at a table. No one's noticed who he is. Uh, you, you know, I just realized the shaggy guy, if I just realized you're right, because there was a Jawa and the guy looked like Greedo and Hammerhead. So that's supposed to be probably yeah. Chewbacca. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, Chewbacca by way of Nort. Um, yes. <laughs> it's a more dog Chewbacca, but. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we uh, here's someone outside, and if you prefer a more painful kill, check out the Screamer Six Thousand. Sheer agony at a beautiful price. Actually, we're looking for information, and it's uh, Phase Strata, um, uh, Stealth, and um, what's his name? Orb. 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 Um, and uh, they they show a, a hollow cube of docks. Have you seen this man? What are you, cops? You don't have any jurisdiction here. Ex-cop, says uh, Stealth. She grabs his, the front of his shirt. 
That gives us jurisdiction everywhere. Look, says Strata, he's our friend. We just want to know if he's all right. Well, I ain't seen him, and I wouldn't tell you if I did. Answering questions gets you banished from Raxel. And asking them gets you killed. Um, and um, Faze says, remember, we're not we're looking for docs, not for trouble. Just keep moving. I love how Strata, uh, we get Strata's back. line is, we're looking for our, look, he's our friend. So it's like, I like the pause. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, he had to hunt sure. for that, right? What's the word to use for docs? He's our bastard. <laughs> He's our pain in the ass. Yeah, we'll use Fred. Yeah, there, there's there's hesitation that uh, that says that that word had to be hunted for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we uh, return to docs at the bar, um, and Reddick comes up to him and says, "Excuse me, could you spot spot me the price of a drink just until I get back on my?" And he looks at him and uh, and then forget it. He kind of looks around with a start um, at a sheet of paper. And um, the bartender is kind of looking, you know, sort of crosswise at him. And then here's Lobo. Hey, d- <clears throat> hey, docs. Lobo, never mind the food. Just give me the money and get out. Or, no, sorry, he says, here's the chow and the dough you wanted. Never mind the food. Give me the money and get out. Hell with you, I'm sticking around for a drink. Maybe 30. Uh, say something, Docs. Don't. I'm glad you finally saw the light. You got one life. You can struggle your way through like you used to, or you can just sit back with the whole fragging universe go to hell and have yourself a good time. A good time? Well, yeah, I mean, you sure got a lot of empties to show for it, Lobo. Kaluan, no matter how much I drink, I can't seem to make myself half as oblivious as you are when you're sober. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't give up. At least you're trying. It's fighting Legion that's hopeless. Shut up. Took your best shot. Got the whole team working together. Got the ship running okay. Shut up. And them bastages still whooped you. Shut up. Where's some whooped you? You couldn't even slow them down. And, um, oh yeah, he throws the, he flips the table and Lobo. Um, man, he's got a job on, on, uh, Real Housewives of Kolu. Um, <laughs> and, and someone sees the fight. Ah, hells, not again. And, uh, they're fighting each other and, uh, yeah, bastard. And he takes, um, I guess, I don't know, is it a chair leg or? I, I think know. it's a walking stick because he's, he's still having issues with his leg ever since he got oh, shot. Oh, okay. 70. Right, 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 right. So, uh, yeah, he stabs it into Doc's leg, and uh, Doc says, get out, get out, I never want to see you again. You mean it, I'm free to go? Our deal's off? I ain't your slave no more? Get out, come here, and he kisses him full on the mouth. Smack. Mm-hmm. Rotten hell, you bastard. Next time I kiss you, it's with a fragging bullet. And off he goes, and uh, <laughs> the guy says to to Doc's, uh, uh, Reddick says, excuse me, he says, what? And he says, you you look like you could use a drink and passes him a bottle. And he takes advantage of it and uh, um, chugs it down and says, and the guy says, tastes good? He says, leave me alone or I'll kill you. Glug, 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 glug. And then stuff gets weird. Um, all kinds of swirly colors behind him. It's like he's traveling through time, except it's all red. Where's and, the sitar uh, music? 
Exactly. <laughs> and he hears, get up, Durlin. And there's the Durlin. He says, I said, get up. You abandoned me. And he kind of takes a swing. Um, and we're back in the bar at, at no one. <laughs> He's just kind of tripping out. Juice box. The bartender says to Reddick, what did you give him? And uh, we go back into Do- Docs' delusion. Docs, Docs, is this any way to treat your best friend, your only friend? And, sa- and Doc says, you were my house pet, nothing more. I was your conscience, your partner. We started Legion together. You ran out. So it seems, have you? And uh, Doc says, there's nothing for me to run out on. My own child betrayed me. My own power has been turned against me. And the drone says, and you just can't manage to control everything and everyone around you anymore. Doc says, why bother? It's not worth it. I only wanted what's good for the universe. And the universe didn't agree. And uh, then we get, you're such a spoiled brat. For the first time in your life, things are not going easily and you quit. And he says, who? And it turns out. Do you think it's going to be Doc's? Because it looks like it's his hand on. But, oh, no, it's shadows that are coming up around him. And he says, Larissa. And there's Larissa. She says, you failed me. I died. You rededicated Legion to my memory, and now you you dishonor me. Don't say that. I did my best. This is your best? What do you want? Look at me. I'm not what I was. I can barely walk. Stop making excuses. You've failed me twice now. Larissa, how could you... How could you let me fail you? And he, not, and he knocks her out. Um, and then we hear, pathetic. Father, I'm Brainiac to you, boy. And there's Brainiac. He says, I always knew you'd end up like there's a filthy bum playing out a grand psychotic episode in a cheap novel. Or in a cheap hovel. <laughs> but either. You know. Yeah, either one works. Uh, yeah. Um, however, I must acknowledge your belated awakening. I think you're finally beginning to see life as it is. Yes. Worthless. A vacuum. No honor. Nothing worth fighting for. Mostly right. One can still fight for one's own interests, but not you. It seems, despite your newfound wisdom, you're still not good enough. No. Fortunately, I have larger hopes for my little grandson. No! And uh, he's pounding at the floor, and the bartender says, I said, what did you do to him? And the guy says, I said, what do you care? If you deliberately disabled him so you can turn him in for the reward, I will cleave you in two. But you're always talking about minding your own business. We are outlaws. We adhere to our own code or all is lost. We do, our, we do mind our own business. and We never, never, never call the cops. You sound like one of those lunatics in the blood circle. And the guy tears off his shirt and says, indeed, John sins the name. Oh, man. And uh, Reddick is, uh, screams, ah, and he screams as he runs out of the place. And um, and then they run into, uh, uh, he run. what? This is confusing. Oh, he runs into a, a, a Legion officer by the looks of it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, you insect. And uh, Reddick says, I'm sorry, I, what's that? You're the Legion guys? I'm the one who called in the... And then another green-headed guy says, shut up. Sorry, is the suspect still on premises? Oh, yes. Well, let's just see what the old porthole uh, reveals as they hold it up to scan through the walls. Yep, that stock's all right. 
There's one more thing you must do for us. Take this communicator and wait inside the bar for our signal. But I can't go back in there. We'll protect you. Besides, you want the reward, don't you? Oh, man. <laughs> um, and it says, idiot. Let's check the orders again, just to be sure. And as they kind of walk away from the bar, uh, general order A3256, any officer or private contractor or other agent who makes contact with Vildox or with anyone suspected of being Vildox, Bowerum is to institute overkill. <laughs> Next issue. <laughs> well. Yes. Here, dummy, take this inside. Take this ticking thing inside. Don't worry about the ticking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Take this grenade. Let me pull the pin out so it's safe for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, well. Messy, messy, messy. Um, and so at this point, um, as it turns out, you know, they there was a lot of people sort of mentioning um, uh, James Pasco and uh, as as Derek O'Quan's uh, inker, um, but he had left at this point to go focus on Azrael. Oh, which yeah, means yeah, yeah. that he was actually had gone over to ink Barry Gitson, who was drawing that Azrael series that had started around this time. It's the uh, Dennis O'Neill and uh, and Kitson uh, brief run. Um, oh. And uh, so they say, how about a Heidi Ho for Mark Probst, is the, who is the new inker? Um, and then some guy talks about how, uh, you know, he's concerned uh, that they're going to uh, try and kill uh, Docs. And they say, Docs, who the hell is Docs? We're going to kill him off. He's just a peripheral character. <laughs> and then there we go. And then they talk a little bit about um, this idea that, that so there was a rumor circulating that Lyril's behavior was because he was being possessed by Brainiac. And and the, the guy says, admit it. This is a very valid proposal. Superman 95 uh, shows the Brainiac's body is displaying no brainwaves, which lends support to the theory that his intelligence has moved on. And, of course, there's the inbred hatred hatred for Vril II. Ah, uh, you ask, why the fixation on stealth, though? Obviously, the baby's strongest instinct is that of maternal care, an, an instinct not so easily overridden. One would think, however, or hope, that the next stage is artificial aging. Rel 2 was aged in order to help his father, as was Lydia in order to serve the computer tyrants. The technology must be readily available, and it would uh, help morale better by serving a mature representation and not a uh, representative and not a child. I'd also, in the near future, like to peek in on Garen and Mary Jane, who, uh, neither of whom, if I remember correctly, has been brainwashed. And Lobo sleeps in the buff. And that was from <laughs> Joe Bukarski III, who was a, a noted uh, letter hack at the time. So yeah. there we go. And I like their response to it, which is, you know, to I'm guessing a hint. Garen fell under the influence of Literal's charisma program. Check out Legion 69 again. Now, Mary Jane is a whole nother ball of wax. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So there we go. There we go. Uh, it doesn't give us any further answer on the uh, MD 2020. No, um, I tried to do like. A although it was search. colored by uh, George Freeman with separations by Digital Chameleon. It, and yeah, you're right. I looked up what else was out this month. And yeah, Azrael number three, Barry Kitson. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that series. That's what, because I was kind of, I was kind of sick of Azrael by that point. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I liked the Casada series. I, I I really enjoyed that. And then, um, but you know, by the time Nightfall had gone on and all that had happened, it was kind of like, all right, all done with that. And um, and and so I thought, yeah, I'm done with Azrael. I don't need to read that. And it was like, oh, it's O'Neill and Kitson. All right, maybe just for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just check it out for a little bit. Exactly. I mean, if I don't like it, at least it's gonna look nice. <laughs> uh, totally. Very true. Totally. But I gotta say, this issue looked very nice as well. Um, it is. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, where you know, uh, uh, Oquan's really come into his own here, and um, and they're they're fitting him with the right people, and it's really the whole team's working together to put out a good looking book. Yes. Oh yeah, very much. And speaking of the team, yeah. even though he did pass away what six years ago, uh, the f- September first was Gaspar's birthday. Wow! Nice, happy For- birthday to Gaspar. I mean, it would have been if he was still with us. Yeah, I mean, we can still we can still observe it though. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna like write some stuff down. Um, you know, just in his honor. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know, it was one of the things I always loved was that that he made his own name so distinct in the uh, in the credits, and so I hated it when they went to these typed credits. Uh, because it's like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We should be seeing Gaspar. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we should be seeing it, uh, you know, as as written by Gaspar. Absolutely. How old would Gaspar have been? Well, he was born in 1927. Okay, so, so uh, 95. Yeah, 95. Yeah. All right, we will, uh, we will separa- celebrate the Gaspar centennial at a later date. Couple of years. Totally, yeah, exactly. Totally, totally. So All right. When he died, he was 89 when he passed away. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so not that long. Yeah. Hmm. yeah well, folks. Exactly, and folks, you may um, have your thoughts on on. Uh, how to celebrate Gaspar's birthday, and we'd love to hear all about it. You can email us uh, at uh, uh, podcasters at gmail.com and let us know. Uh, you can check in on the Facebook group, which can be found at facebook.legionsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can uh, kind of mention it there. Or you can head over to the website, legionsubstitutepodcasters.com, and leave a comment on this or any episode. Murray? With that... I am going to say see you all L-A-T-E-R. A-D-I-E-U. O-D-A-B-O. O-Dabo. Dabo. O-Dabo. Dabo, Dabo, Dabo. Thank you. It's a warm up Dabo. Yeah, or or he's an alien assassin. Oh, no. O-Dabo's coming. We're after the viper. Ha, 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 ha.